<laughs> I think next time I'll bring some duct tape and just put the duct tape on. <laughs> and you write guard over my lips. <laughs> but I'll do that for you. Okay. <laughs>I followed the teaching of Keith Moore. I think he was up, I think I was on part 14 <laughs> of words. And he preaches for like an hour, an hour and a half. Right. You know, it's like, he's like, well, I got something new for you today. Like he always <laughs> says, and he smiles. I love Keith Moore. And I was like, more words? And he's like, he's, he's pulling them out. And then my point is that the word of God is unexhaustible. I mean, we could preach on just words for the rest of the year. Forever. I mean, just think about it. We are here in our circumstance, in our life, because of words. Yep. Just the simple, I do, has brought <laughs> us to this place. So wonderful. <laughs> I do, I did twice. <laughs> That's a whole other story. <laughs> Until next time. So uh, again, we're not telling you anything that we don't practice because we live in the world, stuff is gonna happen. And let me just give you another scripture just to back it up. It just ain't about us. Go <laughs> ahead, go ahead and read, read Romans 5.17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him who he believed, even God who quickened the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were. Okay, so what I want to focus on here is called those things that be not as though they were. Okay. So what does that mean to you? Oh, that's just pie in the sky. Well, and that's what somebody could be saying. That's the whole point that I'm trying to make this. It says, call those things that be not as though they were. That's what we're talking about. So the report may have been bad that your back is broken, but what you didn't do is you didn't call those things that you already knew. It says, call those things that be not, your back be not healed, your back be broken. But it says to call those things that be not as though they were. That's why you start saying, thank you, Lord, my back is healed. What are you doing? You're calling those things that be not as though they were. You know, you may be right in the middle of a financial crisis, dead up to your eyeballs. You don't even know what you do. Lord, I thank you that I'm out of debt. My needs are met. I got plenty more to put in store. I'm a money man. I'm a distribution center. I'm a blessing to be a blessing. What are you doing? Man, you're using your tongue to go to work. You're speaking the word of God. You're speaking positive destinations to get you from where you're at in the ditch back onto the life of lane. And it's gonna take and it's gonna require change. It's gonna require change. I could have easily have caved in and laid on my back and have been in a wheelchair and who knows where I could be today. Who knows if I, if I didn't have that faith from you know, our mentors and our resources and that word that's on the inside of you. And I think that it's just great seed is that when you're meditating it, on the word and when you need it the most is when you can just let it rip. Well, and that's, that's a great point that you make because you want to get this stuff inside of you 
so that when something happens, it's already in there so you can use it. What you don't want to do is say, well, I'm healthy and whole now. I'm not, I don't need to meditate on anything about God's healing. But then when something hits, then you go, okay, let me go see what the word has to say. No, because when it's down inside of you, you man, when it hits, it's like, boom, yeah. you let it release. So that was the thing we were teaching um, the 10 week finance class when COVID first hit. I remember it was a Tuesday night and I was like, I didn't even, hadn't even heard of COVID. And there's like this stir and all this stuff. I was like, what's going on? What are people talking about? You know, oh, you have, you heard of COVID-19? I was like, no, what, what's that? You know, oh, this is deadly, you know, all this stuff. So what I did right away is I started, okay, we're going to pray right now. Went straight to Psalms 91, Psalms 91 and 10, that no, no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling because God has given his angels charge over me to keep me in all his ways. They will lift me up in the hands and not let me dash my foot. So that's in me. That's what needs to come out right there. Boom, taking care of that stuff. Not stirring up all of the fear oh, and all the stuff. That was already in me. Yeah. And so then what I started doing even after that was like memorizing all of Psalms 91. I wanted to have all of that protection in me. So I'm guarded for whatever may happen within, you know, our family, the communities, whatever it may be. Right. And when you get it enough in you, then what's happening in the world and all of this talk about, you know, whether you're vaxxed or whether you're not vaxxed, everyone has their own belief system wherever you are. Again, everyone's in a different lane. Let that be your own thing. Let it be, be true to who you are in your belief. You know, for us, we pray for people. We pray for people. We pray healing over people. We pray for people to be healed. We, we get results by the word of God coming out. And that's our lane. We're not going to bash someone else's lane because they don't walk in this. We're just going to support them because if they, they need an encouraging word, then we're here to pray for them. But we will stay in our lane and we will continue to pray and encourage people in that lane. I don't know, sometimes I like to drive out of the lane, get a little bit in the dirt, you know, <laughs> get a little sideways, a little, yeah, okay. Yes. Okay, I, moving on. Romans, <laughs> now you can do that. that now you can do the NLT version. <laughs> Romans NLT. Romans NLT 517. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Out of nothing. That's so cool. That'll preach just... Those oh, three man. simple right, words, right out there. of nothing. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Here we go. You're going to build a house, what do you need? A lot of things. Yeah. Uh, you need some concrete, some wood, some shingles, glass. You're going, to need, you're going to need material. Right. You're going to bake a cake, what do you need? You need some flour, some eggs, some vanilla, right. sugar. What do you need? You need materials to do that. What does this say that God builds something out of nothing? Out of nothing. God don't need no materials. Very so I mean, just think about that for a minute. Right. Selah. Think about that. He don't need nothing. But how did he create the heavens and the earth and everything around it? And God said. Oh, you're good. And God good. said. You're good. I'm going to break out the Bible. Let Angela be right. Okay. Angela's right. And God right. said. So here, I'm going to crack this out. Genesis daughter. 1. In the beginning. You can go ahead and read it since you're already doing it. Okay. Just hit the highlighted areas. Just go like Genesis 1, 3, Genesis 1. Just say it. Just, just kind of barely brief. Don't read the whole thing. Just read a little bit after. And God said. What, no, what verse? Genesis 1 and 3. Okay. And God said, let there be light. Next. 1, 6. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. Next. 
9. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place. Next. 11. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind, who seed in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Okay. 14. No, that's good. Okay. That's good, thank you. So how did God do it? How did he create everything? The heavens, said, the said, earth. Said, he said, said it. Said, said. He created with his words. So even this says that he can create things out of nothing. What does he create out? His words. God can create. He created everything that's around us by his words. And so you say, well, yeah, but that's God. That's not us. Yeah, of course God could speak the word and God could create the heavens and the waters and the light and everything else. But you know, what God did do is he didn't step out and it was dark and go, whoa, man, it's dark. <laughs> he didn't speak what he saw. And he God feared the light. He spoke what he wanted <laughs> to see. Right. He spoke that let there be light. Right. He spoke what he wanted to see. And that's the point I want to make is that we need to speak what we want to see too and not speak what the circumstances and all the things that are around us. So the one thing in, in Genesis is it talks about that God made us in his image. He made us in his image. So I went and got the definition of image. An image is this, a representation of the external form of a person or a thing. So let me just back up here real quick. Genesis 1, 1 and verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Male and female, you get that? Only two. I won't go there. That's all I'm gonna say on that. So anyway, the image is a representation of a person or a thing. So he created us to impersonate him. That's what the word says, right? right? In, his, in his own image. And so, go ahead and read Hebrews. I'm, I can jump ahead. Hebrews 11.3. Hebrews 11.3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So, once again, talking about framing. You know, okay. if you're going to build this house, you have to put a frame, and then everything else you put on, God framed the earth, everything. He, he framed it. And I love, I wrote down something that I heard George Pearson says. Um, George Pearson is the senior pastor of Eagle International Church at Kenneth Copeland Ministries. I just want to give him credit because we've followed him in Gloria, and we've been partners at Kenneth Copeland Ministries for many years. Mm -hmm. And so I want to give credit where credit is due for this. And this is what George says. It was so great that I wrote it down. He mm -hmm. said, we are, we are to frame our worlds, ours and our children's lives, health, prosperity, and nation the very same way. We are prophets of our own lives. Our words of faith and life determine our future, health, wealth, place, and place in eternity. That's good. Man, I mean, that pretty much sums up everything that we've been talking about here. It's gonna frame your life. It's gonna frame your world. It's gonna frame your children's life. It's gonna, it's gonna frame your finances. It's gonna frame your relationships, all of that. Right. It's that whole salvation package that we always talk about, that being saved is just not being saved from hell. It's about Jesus became poor, so you be made rich. That by his stripes, you are healed. That he took the crown of thorns so that, you know, he took all of our stress and all of our anxiety so we'd have peace. You know, it's a full package. Right. We've got to get, and that's the thing I think with this is that even our words have power to speak over our full package of life, the whole frame of it. Yeah, and one word just can change 
and nation. Just think of the, like we were talking about earlier, what you're speaking over your children. Children remember negative words spoken over them, even by teachers. And if you're a teacher, be very mindful of what you are putting out because they're like sponges and they take that and they will frame their whole life based on that word that they received as a child, whether it's negative or whether it's positive. I once met someone who, um, in baseball, he was a he was baseball was his life, and that was like his dream. And he was small, and I remember him telling me, "Baseball was my dream." And I always ask people, "Why aren't you pursuing your dream?" He said, "Because my uh, coach once told me that I was too small to play pro ball." And do you know how many small players are professional that are making millions and millions of dollars? But he believed it. If a coach is going to tell me something that I can't do and I believe it, well, that framed his whole life to do something completely different than what he was made to do. I mean, he could have been the first small pro player that broke all these records. But what I'm saying is that you, you have the power to change lives by what you Amen. speak. It's good. Choose your words wisely. Okay, one last scripture. Want the scripture. Last one, I promise. Mark, Mark 11, 23. 11 and 23. <laughs> For assuredly, I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Okay, so a couple things here. It says says three times. So if you've got the word says three times in one scripture, better pay attention. Because it could just say says once and you, right. could, you could get it, right? But it says three times. So three times the importance of the said. The other thing is that at the very first it says, whoever says. Right. Who's, who's whoever? Whoever. Whoever. Anyway. And so put your own name in there. Put your name. Charles says to this mountain, Angela says to this mountain, put your own name in there and make it personal. It doesn't, whosoever leaves out nobody. It doesn't say, well, if the preacher says, <laughs> if the prophet says, if God, it's not whosoever. And then skip down to the very last one before it says, he will have whatever. Whatever he says. Whatever he says. Whatever. What does whatever leave out? Nothing. Nothing. It's like when I, I love it when I see the word all. In the Bible, because all means all, all. <laughs> You're gonna get it all. Right. You know, all the blessing. You know, it's the same thing with this. Whatever He says. So, you know, it's talking about you can move mountains, and cast mountains into the sea. So that's one thing that we pray over people when they're sick. You know, that we take authority over that and say sickness and disease. Whatever. Let's just say it's cancer. Cancer. We curse you and we demand you to. Get into the sea because that's what this is, right? right? Be cast into the sea. Be cast into the sea. You're taking authority over that with your words to do that. So it's the same thing. You have that authority. You've been created in God's image. We just saw in Genesis 1:27. You've been given the ability through to be able to speak with your tongue, life and death. So all of those things, when you put all this together, it's like you're another speaking spirit is what the Kamash says. So another speaking spirit, because God's a spirit. Right. So, and the word tells us that we have the same spirit within us that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Selah. What does that mean? That means wow. the spirit of God that raised Jesus Christ from the dead 
is in you through salvation. That's not about putting the attention back on you. And I don't think that people will think like, oh, this is just, you're just like pumping yourself up that you can do all these things. Yeah, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's right. And true humility is getting the attention off of yourself and putting the attention on Jesus Christ. That's true humility. So even when people, like we've talked about false humility before, like people say, you know, they think, oh, this guy, I'm a self-made millionaire and I did all this on my own. I made it myself and I, you know, what are you hearing? I, 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 so people think that guy's so prideful. It's prideful, right? Mm-hmm. But what about a person said, I'm just so broke. I grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. I'm just never going to be able to do nothing. I just, you know, my daddy beat me and I didn't have a good education. Same thing. That's pride because it's focusing on the self. And the Bible says in the NLT that the reward of true humility leads to riches. Riches, honor, honor, and long life. life. So that's true humility. True humility is getting the attention off of yourself and putting it on Jesus Christ. So that's something that we always want to do in this ministry. That's something we always want to do with the show is point people to Jesus Christ. It's the most important thing. And that's about pointing you also to the word. You know, it's getting this word, getting this word in you because that's what's truly going to change your life. Us teaching this, you know, this is just like kind of a stepping stone for you to get from here to there to have your own personal relationship with Jesus Christ, to have your own revelation of the word, to have your own experiences, to be able to build your faith and to be able to walk by faith and not by sight. And I know you got something to say because he is bubbling up over there. (laughs) So in closing, in closing, I love the grace of God because he knows the flesh loves to exalt itself. So what he did is he died and then put his spirit on the inside of you so that if you wanted to go ahead and worship yourself, he is there to receive your praise, which he then turns it into the grace. So if you, and I'm not saying worship yourself, but that's why God put himself and his spirit on the inside of you is so that you could worship and praise him who is inside of you because he knew you wanted to worship your own flesh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I want to leave you with that. That is the grace of God. But make sure you switch. You're not worshiping your flesh. You're actually worshiping the spirit that he takes and then turns into an actual blessing for you. So he first gives you the grace and then he blesses you for the grace that he first gave you. Speaking rightly. And may the grace and words of grace be on your lips, be in your mind, be in your actions, that what you speak will change things for good. Be mindful of what's coming out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. And if you have to just seriously put duct tape on your mouth, then do it. Lord, I just declare over every person right now the sound of my voice that they will be mindful of every single word, Lord, that you will put a guard upon their mouth, that they will speak life and not death. They will speak health, wholeness, prosperity, good careers, good relationships. I just declare that over every single person out there right now, Lord. And I declare um, there's somebody right now who actually is um, struggling with COVID and you've been in, in complete fear regarding it and you haven't known what to do. And I just want to speak right now. I just want to speak life over you. God did not give you a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power and of love and of sound mind. So I declare health and wholeness over you right now in Jesus name. Lord, and I just pray that every single person 
will continue to have revelation of this word that has gone out today and that it will not just change their life, but they'll be blessed to be a blessing to change somebody else's life. Amen. Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So don't forget, you can go to our website at toddworldwide.org. You can see all the platforms that we're on. We're actually making a change on some of those right now. So make sure you're paying attention because we're making a flip and a flop and doing some other things. Trying some new stuff. Yep. So also you can go to our mentor page and you can see all the people that have mentored to us throughout our lives. There's great people in there that will encourage you with the word of God. And then also um, our book release for the Money Mike and the Gang books are now out. We've got four part series. The first one's been released. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes just and Noble. Am, just Amazon. Just Amazon. You can okay. currently get it on Amazon. And the first one's called Money is easy. Money is easy. You know why we named it Money is Easy? Because when we were teaching finance classes, we kept hearing money's so hard, finances are so hard, budgeting so hard. I kept hearing that over and over. So what we decided was like, we're going to start kids off from the very beginning saying money is easy. It's all about words. Why we titled it that way, right? I was thinking about that this morning. Right. Money is easy. So kids start growing up thinking money is easy because a lot of times they think money is hard. It's like, you're too young figure this out yeah, and so you, so you wait till wait till junior high then you get to junior high well just wait till you get to high school because this money's too hard <laughs> it gets too pushed off you wait to college money, money is easy the credit card companies yeah. get you in when you're right. in college and then it's over oh <laughs> well, here we go we're going on to another teaching already yeah. so anyway hope that you're encouraged today tune back to see us next time until then peace we love you